Okay, Tzoraim Boker Tov. We are uh, continuing the Sefer Bayom Darkecha. We're on page Reish Dalad. We're just going to summarize now that which we discussed yesterday of what is the Avoda at the time of Rava the Rava in the afternoon. So we're on the last section over there. And the Sikum, the summary is the light of Rava the Rava is the revelation that Hashem is the only source in the world and all of creation is a tool and a method of revealing that light. And therefore the service in practice is to strengthen your desire with Hashem, uh, to be with Hashem from an understanding that there is nothing outside of Him and to arouse your heart to want Hashem, to want the Dvekas until you have the following feeling which is, I don't want except to live with Hashem and to merit to be a chariot of His to reveal His light. Okay, and that in the brackets he says, until you merit to taste the level of bitol be'etzim, essential nullification, where the person recognizes Hashem so much and wants to so much to be with Hashem, until he feels that I am nothing of in and of myself, but I'm just a tool to reveal the light of Hashem, and he activates my way, and his light rests upon me and is revealed in me. And this level where a ma- where mom where person mamish is resting in an area of truth with simplistic faith that's clear that everything is Hashem, there's nothing else. And he sees all of reality that way. And everything that happens to him is totally directed 100% by Hashem and he is just the tool. Then as well, you accept upon yourself at this time at the end of Shabbos to now make the effort in the coming week to reveal the unity of Hashem and to cling to Hashem through self-sacrifice, to not go after your false desires, but just to recognize the unity of Hashem in all situations, to go only after Hashem, to want only Him, and therefore to only do His will in a way that He decides that I have no life except, as it says in Tehillim, to do your will, the will of Hashem. That's the only thing I want. And you should pray to Hashem that you should merit to not veer away from that inner true desire that is being revealed right now. And one more thing, sometimes a person merits to feel this with uh, from light and desire, but sometimes we have to take it in a, t- in, in a time of darkness. Sometimes we don't feel it all that way. The situation isn't, lends itself so easily for this. You still have to strengthen yourself and understand that the darkness itself is a tool. That through that darkness you're able to acquire the truth of this level and to want Hashem and to be a a tool to reveal it even in the darkness. Okay, because if a person continues to, to, to run after Hashem even in the darkness from an understanding that there's nothing else to turn to and nothing else to want except Hashem then you'll get a mamish, a complete acquisition, an inner true acquisition, the unity of Hashem. And from that 
power. He'll be able to stand with his faith under all difficult situations and it will illuminate even more and more and more. Okay, that's the overall Rava de Rava. Now we have uh, a number of steps to the Rava de Rava. And uh, as we will see, we have to do Mincha, the Tefilas Mincha, the Laning, the Amida. So uh, section Bays, now on page Reishe, is the Mincha prayer and the uniqueness of this Mincha prayer from other Mincha prayers during the week. So the Arizal says, in the weekday, regular weekday, when it's Mincha time, it is a time of tsara. It's a time of distress. Why? Because all the judgments reveal themselves at Mincha time. But Shabbos Mincha is called a time of desire and wanting. It's a time of uh, complete mercy from Hashem. That's what the Arizal says. Now we're going to explain why. The answer is because normally during with Mincha, the Keser is being revealed. Okay? And uh, on Shabbos. And that is that will, that root will of why Hashem created the world. And that he should have a domicile below, that he should be able to bestow good to the creatures, and they should recognize him and cling to him. So now, normally a weekday mincha, it's when the sun is beginning to set and the night is beginning to get closer. And we know that nighttime is a day of judgment. That's the day that the judgment, the concealment tries to prosecute. <clears throat> but, because we've done things that need prosecution or things have become concealed. But on Shabbos, it's the exact opposite. That Davka, at that very same time, the light of the Kesser shines. From that, the 13 attributes of mercy emerge. And that light nullifies all judgments and all concealments and all prosecutions have to run away and hide. Why? Because the attribute of the Kesser is revealing the unity of Hashem at the highest level. And when that light is revealed, all souls are aroused to Hashem and we leave all our vanities and all the klipos run away and hide because this light nullifies all falsehoods. So that's why it's a very auspicious time to pray. Again, that's why the big Yetzirah, especially in the winter, is to not come from Enchav. So let's see what are part of the prayers. And one of them is Uvalet Zion Goel. It's after the Rash, after the Ashray. Now, that also has a, a Kedusha in that, okay? And from that Kedusha, the world of Atsilus lights up and flows into the world below, the world of Bria. As the Arizal says, the explanation is, what does this mean? To illuminate from the world of Atsilus into the world of Bria. So the Tzaddik explains, that the world of Atzilus is only Hashem, and that's it. There's nothing but Hashem in the world of Atzilus. You go step down to the world of Bria, there's a little bit of concealment usually, and there is the beginning of the reality of the created beings, and that's a power where a person is able to start having yearnings and efforts for Hashem. And this illumination that shines in the world of Atzilus now and pouring into the world of Bria 
is that that power of yearning and effort on the on, on the part of the creatures of the world that are effectively uh, impacting on the world of Bria comes from the realization of the light of Atsilas, which is complete beetle. Because if it's only Hashem in the world of Atsilas, then you, there's nothing here. Okay? Then everything comes from a true recognition of the unity of Hashem to give no room for the somethingness of creatures. And all the efforts we make comes from an inner understanding that we're totally nullified to Hashem. And therefore, after we say the Kedusha, we add certain psukim that reflect the complete bitachin Hashem. We ask him also that we should merit to live in the proper way because it's not enough just to do things for Hashem, but it has to be from a clean and nullified heart, a heart that recognizes everything is done with Hashem's help and with his power, and with that's the only true reality, and that is the only true strength. Now this great light that happens when we say the Kedusha, Kadosh, 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 and Uvalitzion, it prepares us to being ready to receive the crown during this time of Rava the Rava, and also the light of the Torah lighting, which we'll discuss shortly. As the Arizal says, we preface to begin to say the Kedusha in Uvalitzion before we take out the Sefer Torah, because the illumination of the Sefer Torah is for the benefit of the world of Bria, which is bringing down light to the world of Bria. So we preface by saying the Kedusha and Uvalitzion before we receive the light from the Sefer Torah, so that light will be able to be received properly when we do that. So it's a preparation to receive the light. But there's one little line we say after Volotzion and after the half Kaddish. We say the Pasuk in Tehillim, Vanis Filosi Lucha Hashem And I, my prayers are to you, Hashem, at a auspicious time. Eloikim Barov Chastecha Aneni Bemeshishech Hashem, with your multitude of kindness, answer me with the truth of your salvation. What do we mean by saying that line? We mean that now the light should shine upon us. A, 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 a high light of desire, which is the light of the 13 attributes of Rachmim, of Hashem, and that helps reveal the innermost point the most, and reveals that Hashem really, truly wants us above all calculations that would normally make us not beloved. And we ask that this higher Rachmim should reveal itself in the Holy Shechina, that's called Eloikim, and with the power of that light, to change the name Elohim that seems to that represents justice into Rachamim. Therefore, it's it's my tefillahs to you, Hashem, which is Yud Kevavke, and that Elohim should be turned around into kindness. The Rachamim should be revealed in the world, Mamish, in a world that's a it's a place of judgment and concealment. And we should clearly see the infinite light and live in that unity without any concealment and therefore the Rachamim will come through. Next is taking out the Torah and reading from the Torah. And he says that the Mincha of Shabbos is the highest of all the readings during the week. The highest. And a flow comes to us from with an awesome light that brings a 
to the mind a great recognition of the level of keser, which are the deepest brains of a person understanding the unity of Hashem, and therefore, <coughs> which and that <coughs> that light represents Chachma, Bina, and Das. Why? Because the Torah is the conduit to reveal the light of Hashem in the world, and therefore, whenever there is illumination, a time of illumination, we read from the Torah to reveal the light that is being revealed and bring it within the Torah that's in our hand, which is a garment of the light of Hashem. When we read words of Torah, we're influenced through those supernal words that illuminate at this time, and the God's light is enclosed in the words of Priya Torah, and that's the source to reveal all the light during the laning. Okay. So we're building up now to the Mincha prayer, the actual Amida. Again, where again that light of the Kesser is being revealed. And now in the middle section, where the main point of the Amida is, it's Ata Echod Vishimcha Echod. You are one and your name is one. That's the revelation that is revealed that everything is only from Hashem. And then we say, Umi Kiamcha Yisrael, who is like your Jewish people? Goy Echad Baritz, one nation in the world. What does that mean? That we are the Merkava, we are the chariot to reveal this. And we are the ones who recognize the unity of Hashem. And we live according to that truth. And therefore, we merit to the next words, which Shabbos a yom menucha ukedusha, a day of tranquility and holiness. And when we have that true recognition of Hashem, then we merit to have what's called menuchas avanedava, a rest of love and uh, and and philanthropy, a rest that's true and uh, uh, very trusty. A rest of peace, tranquility, quiet, and security. So we ask Hashem, that's the request, that we should merit to not live a confused life and not to, um, uh, and to, uh, and to, and to benefit and enjoy the light of Hashem. Why? That it should maintain, be maintained in our hearts. And we conclude, Yakiru Vanecho, our children should recognize Vieto and know. From you comes the tranquility. And therefore, with their tranquility, they sanctify your name. When you say the words Yakdishu Eshemecha, they will sanctify your name. We have to have in mind that with that clear recognition, there's nothing else but Hashem. He's the only good life and pleasure. And should be thinking, I'm giving over my life for this truth of Hashem, and I will make efforts to search out only Hashem and to want only His revelation and to live in a way that I recognize and feel that everything I'm doing is from the light of Hashem. And I will strengthen myself to run away from any other desire because there is no other desire. Because the inner search of every creature is only to search the light of Hashem. Sometimes it gets concealed and we get confused, but now the clarity is such that I know that's the only thing I want to go after. That's the mamish, the request, the final request, so to speak, of all the tefillos in the day. And then when we finish the Amida, we say, that your righteousness is, is just 
justified eternally. So therefore, um, at Mincha time, the three tzaddikim leave, which are Yosef, Moshe, and David. And we say three psukim tzitkoscha, paralleling these three uh, tzaddikim, because these three tzaddikim are the merkava of the three midos of of Netzach, Yesod, and Malchus. Okay? So now, what does this mean? At this time, the light is aroused so much and reveals the Kesser in such an awesome way, on the one hand, but on the other hand, the truth is, we can't really arouse this light and connect it because, because of our sins, we're not on a high enough level. That this light is so powerful it's beyond what we can really take. And therefore we say the three psukkim of Tzitkasho where we arouse ourselves, that we should merit to receive uh, this desire even if we're not worthy. And that's in the power of the righteousness of Hashem and His mercy that's revealed at this time. And in the merit of these three tzaddikim and in the merit of the Shekhinah and the power of mentioning these things, we can arouse within ourselves a higher level that's being aroused that we normally couldn't merit, but now we will merit. And, as we mentioned, the reason why many people feel darkness and difficulty at this time is because their tool is not ready for all this light. And uh, the light is felt as darkness because you're saying, I'm, I'm just not there. And therefore, when we're saying tzitkoscha, we want to hint to the chizuk we need that number one, don't give up, don't be in despair, but give it all you got and say, Father in heaven, even though I realize, I feel how difficult this is, I will give myself over and I want it so much, number one. And number two, after you give, have this idea of giving over your soul, you should say, I, I'm asking from you and the merit of these three tzaddikim, that they stood through all the difficulties that went through them. And they really were the ones who had it very hard. Moshe, Yosef, and David all had very, very difficult lives. But they were able to stand up and remain through all the concealment that passed through them. And they remained completely cling clinging to you. And they merited to reveal the true light that you had in all the worlds. In their merit, give me the merit that I should have this light, it should be illuminated through me, and I should merit to go through all my tests and reveal you and live with you in complete truth. Okay. We now go to the third... What? Screensaver is really good for this discussion. Yeah. lights. <laughs> okay. Third parak section here is the meal of that's shalshudish that's mystically called ze'er anpi which means the small face that's the mystical and we'll see why this is the third meal is called the meal of the third face why because now we ascend and are able to comprehend more and more of the reality of hashem and, it, and the reality of hashem is revealed even more Okay, and you should know always the revelation of Hashem is not according to the way it really is. 
obviously, because we're not capable to grasp the complete reality of Hashem the way it really is. No one's ever going to get the real, real deal. Hashem always reveals himself to us in a way that we're able to comprehend to the degree we can. And that, therefore, is limited comprehension of the total reality. And that's called the small face. We can say it's a relatively small revelation. For us, it's the biggest revelation we will experience from our side. But relative to Hashem, it's still very small. And during Shalashudas, we have an awesome elevation of that small to that small face. That even though we always can't totally get Hashem in a small, but only in a small way, therefore. It's, it's called the small face, but at least it's a little bigger, a bigger small face than usual. It's the biggest small face you can get because that's the light of the Kesser. And according to that situation, it's like we've reached the most we can get in the understanding of the unification of Hashem. And at this time, the faces of the tzaddikim illuminate and woe to somebody how amazing if somebody can comprehend and see the illuminated face. And so it is, every Jew, according to his level, can merit uh, an elevation because at this time, everything is totally buckled as if they're not there and only the true light of the Kesser is revealed that it's only, only the infinite light. And everyone can merit this light to acquire it. You just got to look for it and you'll merit it. The thing is, um, uh, because as well, at Shalashudas, Hashem and the ministering angels, they don't inspect a person's actions now. There's no judgment at all. It's a time where the light of, of, of Rachamim comes out. It's revealed in the deepest inner truth, in the deepest levels of all the Jewish pure souls. And what we need to do now is just to want that inner connection truly. And that's all. And therefore, the song should reflect that. Everything should be reflecting that. And finally, the last part over here, the Tosefe Shabbos. There's a halacha we have to add from the weekday to the Kodesh uh, going in and to delay it going out. And this is one of the praises that we sing in the Zmiros, Ma'achrim Shabbos. We delay leaving from the Shabbos. And many good people try to delay it as much as they can during Shalashudas because that's when the light of the Kesser is coming out. And we don't want to separate ourselves so quickly from that amazing pleasure. Now there's a great depth to this idea because what's happening effectively by delaying the Shalashudas into the time where Shabbos really is over, we are stretching out the light of the Shabbos even into the post-Shabbos. We're, we're letting there be Shabbos in all halacha. If you, God forbid, would do a malacha even after the stars are out, but, but you're still at Shabbos, it, you'd get killed. That's how Shabbos is there. And we know on Matzah Shabbos, the light of David HaMelech shines because David is the chariot of the Shechina. That's revealing the light of Hashem and the creation. And therefore, Motsi Shabbos is a great time to bring that light of Shabbos into the creation. And by 
extending the shalashudas, we um, we connect the light of the Kesser that's being revealed with the light of David Melech, and I got a double light coming. The or of the, the light of the Kesser gives power for the light of David Melech to reveal even greater unity of Hashem that even in the world of physicality, it's all a revelation of Hashem on the one hand. And on the other hand, the light of David Melech gives the tools for this, for this revelation how it will be in action. How will the light come out in the actions of ourselves during our lifetimes? That we don't want to be a light without a receptacle that just gets lost during the week. Because the light of the, of the Kesser can be comprehended within creation. It can reveal the unity of this level that the light of Hashem, which is unique, is in all of reality. And therefore, it can clarify and reveal there is no separate power from Hashem. And all the details are not separate somethings. They're always revealing the light of Hashem. And that's the power of David HaMelech. That's the Malchus, who can reveal the Keser within the world. That's the whole idea. We start with the Keser. That's the will. Then we go through all the levels until we mamish live and bring it out. And that the Kesser's on top, but now we bring out what's wanting on top, way at the bottom, in that Malchus. And therefore many have a custom that during this meal, at the time of Zmiros, it's the time of Hishtap Chusanefesh, pouring out your soul. And to make a spiritual calculation for the coming week. To even go down into the details. And to say, I'm going to fix up certain things. Because why? Because I'm feeling the light of the Kesser. That things can should not be done with my feelings of ego. And a desire for independent success. But just from a desire to merit to get close to Hashem. And to merit to be a chariot of His. And to merit to reveal the unity of Hashem more and more and more. And therefore we really have to think. How am I going to apply everything that I've experienced this Shabbos in a better way when I'm going to do my mundane activities during the week and, and make a couple of, okay, now I'm going to do this more. Whatever it is, I'm going to say Hashem's, you know, I'm going to say with Hashem's help more than I usually do. That's a very simple thing. When you make an appointment with a goy, when are you available? You say, with God's help, I can come Monday at 2 o'clock. Something as simple as that. He says, what are you talking about, God? Well, because without God, we can't do anything. It's just a, a simple thing. It's not even, you know, such mysterious nevish. You have to wonder, what does the non-Jew think about you when you say that? But you don't have to care. And then, of course, with God's help, you have to be very honest in business and not to cheat anybody and to behave in such a way. Yeah, get a comment? Just uh, the Gush Shalashudas is in the dark. That's uh, is that I guess so we can help possess with the light and the experience for ourselves. That makes sense. Yeah, well the dark is it's between you and Hashem and nobody yeah. else. Just like Shema Yisrael, we close our eyes. There's no distractions. No distractions. Okay, that ends this uh, uh, part. Uh, next week we still have to move into the depth of the Avoda of Rava the Rava and the different levels of beetle that happens at this time 
there's still a bit more, but not much. And then by Tuesday or Wednesday, we begin the second half of the book. We've gone through the behaviors, but then we have to talk more about what's this light and all this stuff in a much deeper way. Okay, shkoyach. Thank you. Good Arab Shabbos. Four, two, three.